0: Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 28 of Gaming with Grief Podcast. Uh, if you want to write to me, you can write to me at www.gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Uh, again, uh, if you want me to read it over the air, I will. If not, I will not. Uh, as of checking before the show, there was no email. I'm going to start reading the promotional emails provided me by Google. So I'm just kidding. Maybe. I don't know. Um, Yeah, this is episode 28, uh, and I'm tidyingly not a Jedi yet. Um, Basically, uh, I've spent a lot of time playing something in my backlog, basically old games and new games, and they all focus on one thing, kind of. Um, I kept playing Star Wars The Old Republic. My Jedi Knight is now level 32-ish. Um, I'm really enjoying it so far You're on Alderaan, it's kind of cool to see the planet And see what people think about The planet, um, kind of to see it Obviously in the Old Republic, thousands of years In the past, and I like the design Of the way the armor and things looks It's good, um, and then what else Um, I'm also playing Uh, Sekiro So, imagine that Yeah, Sekiro The From Software game that came out earlier this year I think in March, the end of March And, um it is got a lot of their kind of roots in it, you know, that it's very difficult. Uh, they added a new mechanic, which is a parry mechanic. Since you are a samurai, you can deflect things with your katana, um, and you have to be very precise. And in the early game, I was treating it a lot like Bloodborne, where you would kind of step dodge out of the way. Step dodge is a new uh, thing you can do. In Sekiro, where you kind of lock onto someone, hit the O button, because I'm playing it on PS4, you kind of sidestep while they're swinging, and if you're quick enough, uh, you can cut people, you know, basically do a little damage off to the side, but they really want you to use the parry, so you hold L1 and you hold your sword up. If you time it right when someone goes to hit you, uh, everybody has posture, and that meter fills up. You'll see it below their life bar. I have uh, my character, uh, Sekiro, also has a... A posture meter, when that's uh, broken or filled up, then their enemies are easy to deal a death blow to. You are also easier to deal a death blow to. It's the first from software game that I know of that allows you to have a skill tree. So you actually can go down the different skills. Shinobi, or what else do I have? Um, I think the prosthetic tools, that's another thing you have. You have a ceramic arm that you can fit with different weapons and gadgets, and they will help you in combat, like... Um, the shuriken one, which will just throw shurikens. There's an axe one that will break the shields. I think there's ten of them in all. You have a healing thing, just like Dark Souls. You have a, a, a gourd, a healing gourd that you drink from. Uh, it only has so many uses until you rest at a shrine, which is kind of a bonfire from remember with Dark Souls. So everybody respawns, but you can start over again. Long story short, um, I, I I played the game probably like five or six hours. It didn't click with me, and then I was watching some videos online about, you know, it. It. it if you played a lot of from software games, you kind of get in the same habits. I played Demon Souls. I spent about seventy three hours. I completed it. I did not platinum it on PS three, but um, you know, you learn about dodging, and I was very defensive. Um, so you have to learn about things like that. Um, and this is different. Like you really have to press the attack in this, and I like that. Uh, There was one boss that I just beat uh, called Lady Butterfly. She's, since you're a ninja slash samurai shinobi, she is one of your trainers and she is very difficult. She is fast and I kept pressing the attack. I step dodged around her and basically hit her on the side, and just kept doing that because she's very quick and you can sidestep. And I just kept basically trying to make a circle around her and just hit her just a little bit. And I've tried several other times to beat her. Uh, I don't count with uh, I don't count how many times because it's uh, it's frustrating. But um I uh I beat her finally, and it was cool. It's it's like the front software does a good job too of like once you start completing and beating people. That you have this feeling, you're like, yeah, yeah, I got this, and you get more tools, and then, you know, the enemies that you thought were terrible in the beginning, you get on later mid game, and they're not as bad. Uh, so I like it a lot. It's um, it's probably like twenty dollars right now. You can probably find it online for like twenty bucks. It's very good. Um, I recommend it. it. Came out like like I said, beginning of this year. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. You also, since the title Shadows Die Twice, you have the ability to respawn. Uh, There's different ways you can do that It'd be a long video for me to get into that You can look at YouTube comments or YouTube videos to see how to do that But um, you have the ability to pop up once you've been killed in battle And uh, you can use it tactically where you pop up and run away Or you can pop up and stab some lower level enemies in the back Hasn't worked for bosses yet Um, But yeah, it's a really good game Uh, I like the style of it It is in ancient Japan um and i think a lot of people were saying that like oh we want a ninja game front software has done this kind of like european thing with demon souls and dark souls like european inspired you know there's castles and knights and things like that and then in bloodborne it was this very victorian like architecture like 1800s london and just gross and everything had to do with blood everything was either drenched in water or you were covered in blood um I spent a lot of time with Bloodborne, but I haven't finished it. I do want to finish it. I don't know if I'm going to platinum it. It's kind of a steep hill to climb. I think I set way too many unrealistic goals for myself where I say, man, uh, I think I'm going to go through this. I'm going to platinum it. And then you find out like, oh, it's got three endings and you can manipulate saves and do it in one. But I'm like, nah, maybe I'll play it again. I don't know if I'm going to do that. I'll be honest. but. I do want to see Sekiro through. I heard there's four endings in this one. This actually has the most straightforward story out of a From Software game. Uh, Demon Souls. I don't know what was happening. I had to read wikis and things like that. Uh, I rented uh, Dark Souls. I, I got the actual collection, the Collector's Edition collection. I don't like that term. Uh, you know, I mean, I just want to play the game. Why does it have to be a Collector's Edition? Um, long story short, I will get to Dark Souls. Um, all three of them and then uh, Bloodborne was another one where it was really strange Uh, there was some great like cosmic horror vibes in it I've seen some videos online kind of breaking down things Um, I think it had a good atmosphere and I liked horror and that definitely in Bloodborne uh, you see some of the bosses and they they are nightmare fuel That, that phrase gets used quite a bit to describe things but it was how my experience is so Long story short, check out Sekiro or any other From Software games. They are difficult, though. So, um, you know, stick with it. Um, And then uh, the last Jedi-related thing is uh, for my birthday. My birthday's in a few days. My wife bought me uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, And it is very good. I am having a problem with a big frog I'm fighting right now because coming from Sekiro to this, I keep hitting the wrong button. And it's not helping me to get the boss when instead of doing a strike, I do like a forced freeze, which is your first ability. You basically freeze time. Give you time to leap out of the way or something like that? Um, so, yeah, cool. Um, it's I probably fought the thing like 10 times. I haven't won yet because um, I suck. But again, I think it's because I just was playing Sekiro. So I have to like rewrite the buttons in my head and figure out uh, what I'm doing. I met a beautiful, really great droid named BD. I went through the first kind of section of the game, which is cinematics introducing to the character. uh, Cal Kestis, he's pretty cool. I like him. A lot of people have said in reviews I've heard that he's kind of a blank slate. He is, but I like that. You do see there's a lot of pain and stuff, you know, because he's obviously a Jedi on the run. Uh, If you can't tell, I mean, it's what it says in the back of the box. Spoilers. So, um, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I like it so far. You know, the sound design's good. There's a couple technical things. Uh, I'll kind of float through. i am in balancing on a lot of pipes on the first level, you know, trying to get to different areas. You do like a T-pose thing to get through these uh, areas, like a balancing act. And I've noticed I've kind of, sometimes my ankles appear through the pipes and then it like corrects itself. Sometimes when I hit the ground, I'll start jerking around and stuff like that. But um, I don't know, other than that, Uh, I have noticed the load times are very egregious I have a launch PS4 And I've counted uh, several times It's about 55 seconds between uh, Load screens So if you're having a problem with the boss Like I've had uh, You're going to be waiting a while So basically when that was happening I just um, Set up this podcast To start recording the podcast So that way I could get everything down Um, But it is good so far I want to see where things go Uh, I do already like the side characters. Some people help you. There's very few side characters. You basically have your droid and two people in a ship that are helping you. That's good so far. I want to see where the story goes. You go to the first planet to kind of start your quest. I'm not going to give away what it is. But they also do a good job of telegraphing like, hey, uh, there's some secrets here. Here's how many secrets they are. Uh, You found this many things. Uh, The map is this percent complete. And I like stuff like that. So, um, you know, instead of like looking at video after video like I've done for Sekiro, because some of that stuff is pretty obtuse, this is a good way to say, oh, okay, I've completed this. I can move on. And I like that because um, in the game, reviews and things I've found, and I think the one thing I've found so far is you just find in-game items to either affect your lightsaber, like your hilt, make it look differently or something like that, or uh, basically like a new poncho, you find crystals to change color of your lightsaber, stuff like that. I really enjoy it. Um, I've heard very good things about it, except obviously there's some technical issues, which other people have commented on. There are reviews from GameSpot and IGN. I've read Kind of Funnies or listened to their impressions. Uh, There is some technical stuff. The load times are pretty bad, though. 55 seconds between. Um, That could be something that may be able to be fixed in a patch, though. So I do recommend Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And just to get uh, the last bit of off-topic Star Wars news, is I've watched the fourth episode of The Mandalorian, Um, I enjoyed it, but I think it was kind of a strange detour. I mean, not to get into any big things. Basically, this, in my opinion, is a fugitive story. Um, That's all I'm going to say. And it seemed like this week it kind of just held in place. So maybe there's going to be a big reveal in Episode 5. Maybe we'll see things drastically change. But this seemed kind of like a weird, like a very... Side questy thing to do in a video game When you say to someone Oh no I'll take care of that thing for you I mean there's this big thing I have to do in a game But you know what you seem like nice people So I'm going to do what you ask me to do Um so But I did like it Uh just not as much as I think the other three episodes I still think it's good Uh yeah Um what else so that's all the Star Wars stuff I have for you Uh the other thing is I um got to play more pokemon sword and shield now let me just start out by saying not a big pokemon fan i might have talked about this last week i'm not sure but uh yeah so i'm not a big pokemon fan i uh but i have played more into this i think the presentation is really good obviously with the switch the graphically they do a lot of things i'm just about to the first jam i played for like another hour or so Caught some more Pokemon. I've really been sidetracked a lot with the game of just catching Pokemon. You know, that whole thing of, like, got to catch them all is like a real thing. It makes me really want to go out and catch this stuff, which is weird. Uh, Some of the names are strange, but you realize that they're just animals. I think I mentioned that last week. I've still found a bunch of animals. I've also found some crazy, crazy, uh, just weird things that make no sense. Uh, I heard there's 400 Pokemon in this one. So I don't know if I'm going to catch all 400, I'll be honest. But it is something I have a good time with. I don't think I'm going to be professionally soon and go to poker tournaments or Pokémon tournaments or whatever. But I think that I will keep playing this game while I enjoy it. Um, oh, yeah, strangely enough. So last week I said I was going to watch Race Witch Mountain. Which I got the name wrong. It is not *Race to Witch Mountain*. That is a new. That is a new one that came out with *The Rock*. What I watched is the original, weird Disney movie that came out in 1975 called *Escape to Witch Mountain*. This was on Disney Plus, and it is so weird. It is strange. I don't understand how it got made. Of course, it was 75. There's a somewhat animated beginning. Uh, it's basically about two orphan kids who have psychic abilities. Who have to escape to which mountain? Now that is a weird title because the word "escape" means you're trying to get away from something, but they are, and they explain that because someone wants to use them for their psychic ability. And let me tell you, when they set up the villain, you can tell he's a villain. Donald Pleasance is in it. He was in Halloween. He's been God, to Donald Pleasance has been in a lot of movies. Some of them not great. I've seen a lot of them spoofed on either Mystery Science Theater 3000 or Rift Tracks. Long story short. Donald Pleasence is a bad guy. Imagine that. There's another bad guy because he just works. He's just a henchman bad guy. But the house they were in that the kids get brought to because this guy wants to use them for his experiments or whatever it is. He wants to use their psychic ability. He, um, yeah, he's got a really nice house. He he sets kids up with a Sunday bar in their room. I mean, if I was these kids, there's a, a, the boy and a girl, a Tina, or a, what is it? Tia and uh, I forget the boy's name. Long story short, um, let me tell you. If I was the older brother and I had a younger sister, and someone came to me and said, "Listen, uh, now they don't tell them obviously right off. They're going to use them for their psychic abilities." But you know, it's it's like the first dinner. They let him like really look at the place, and you go, "Wow, that's really nice stuff. That's pretty amazing that you would have all you would have a, a Sunday bar for me." And then they say, "We're going to use your psychic abilities. Why?" We don't know. That's never really explored. I think he just said he wanted to predict a natural disaster, maybe win some money at the stock market. You know, villainy stuff in the 70s. Um, long story short, uh, they they pretty much shrug it off. I'm not going to give that away. It was very weird. Um, I'm sure the bro- it seemed like the brother in the show was all about exposition, just telling people why things happen, why they need to happen. There was big leaps of to logic, too, towards the end, to just move them along. I will say this pretty crazy effects that were practical one uh there is a bear a trained bear that they let loose on the town don't worry it doesn't maul anybody it's a 1975 disney Disney movie everybody's fine long story short they trained a bear and there's a scene where a bear gets in a car yeah i don't you don't see it get in the car but it's in the car i don't know how they shot that that was crazy can you imagine getting a bear in a car no i can't but we saw it in the movie and it was great um I do recommend seeing it. The second movie is called um, Return to Witch Mountain, which seems weird uh, because you find out the kids later are just on vacation, which is weird. Hey, we're back. Ha! All that stuff that happened a couple years ago. And the second one, they're teenagers. Christopher Lee is in it. I've only watched the beginning. I haven't watched the whole thing. Chris in it. Lee is in it. Betty um, Betty Davis is in it. Christopher Lee obviously chews up the scenery He's a bad guy. If he's in a good movie or a bad movie, it doesn't matter. He's amazing. So, yeah. There's that. Check them out. I'm saying Disney Plus is weird. They have weird movies. Check out Escape to Witch Mountain and Return to Witch Mountain. Funny story about Escape to Witch Mountain. My wife and I realized this is the end. There's no mountain. There's a map of a mountain. But at the end, when they go to the mountain, it's really just a bunch of rolling hills in California with trees and a bigger grass hill. There's grass all around them. You see mountains in the distance, but they don't go to the base of a mountain. And they don't even go in a mountain. So it seems a little bit strange. Apparently, the first one was based on a book. I might read the book to see what it was like. But the second one was not based on a book. So that means the first one did so well back in 1975. Disney said, you know what? We're going to green light a sequel. What do you got for me, writers? And a bunch of people got in the room, got with crazy ideas of stuff that they thought psychic kids could do. Yep. Yeah. It's weird. Really weird. Um, What else? I don't know. Um, Oh, so I don't... Next week, I don't know. I think I want to do a bigger deep dive into Sekiro next week because um, as I was playing it, death is a major, major component of the game. And as you know, listening to this podcast, uh, death is kind of a thing here at the podcast for good or bad. So um, Sekiro, I might talk about more, because there's some very interesting ways that they deal with death. Like I said, you respawn when you die in the game, but I think um, I'm gonna talk about it more because it fascinates me how a company like From Software has focused so much on death. And not only the themes of the game, I know themes sometimes are dirty word, I don't really care. Um, There's so much in the game that is unique, but it all has to focus on death or rebirth or Cycles, or Sekiro, of coming back from the dead, or being given like it all has to do with death. So I think maybe uh, I might do a little bit of a bigger dive into From Software stuff. I will obviously talk more about um, probably Fallen Order, because I will be playing that. I'm probably going to log off of here and play that a little bit more, um, just to try to get my feet wet and see if I can do it. It's going to be a little bit shorter episode this week, but I'm experimenting with some stuff. I'm I have to work next week. I had vacation. We had the Thanksgiving holiday. But I have to work next week. But I'm thinking uh, Saturday, I think I'm going on a trip. My birthday is next Wednesday. So my wife has told me to not plan anything for the weekend. So I don't know what's going to happen, guys. Um, I'm sure it's all going to be good, though. But um, I don't know. Again, if you want to write to me, go to www.gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Or you can go to www.gamingwithgrief.com click on the video, which is basically just a thumbnail of the audio of this from SoundCloud. You can leave a comment below. I will read it under the, um, I'll read it if you want me to read it. If you don't want me to read it, I won't read it. Um, I'm still working. I'm debating whether to transfer all of these services to another service where one, it'll be cheaper because I'm paying for everything out of pocket, and two, um, I think it, it, it exports everything to iTunes. And I'm still working on that, but I'm slow and I don't understand how that works. So I um, am working on that. Have a good week out there. I will see you guys next week. And I will probably talk about my birthday because it will be the big 4-0. And, wow, I'm 40 years old and I made it. I made it, everybody. I'm this old. As my mother used to say, you made it another year without me killing you. And I thought that was weird when I was 32. But you know what? It could happen. She could just bust right in. Anyway, have a good week, everybody, and I'll see you next week.